Hello everybody and welcome to Nerdtalk Plus Presents Game Club. Today I'm Jose, joined by Javier and Jordan. And we're here to talk to you about control. Not self-control, the game by Remedy. Take control. Yes. So what'd you guys we played that this month? How'd you guys like it? I would not play it again. This, I would. I probably won't. This is not for me. You didn't enjoy it? There were parts I enjoyed, but I expected like more of the game to be like the parts I enjoyed. More craziness? Yeah. Mm. Like, for example, uh, like I enjoyed the enemy variety, but then you get to a certain point where it's like there is no more enemy variety. And that's pretty early in the game. Yeah. And that's understandable. And even in, like, the DLCs, they only add, like, an enemy or two. And, like, as for powers, it's like, I've had those powers in other games before. So it's not like they really blew my mind. Like, at, I re at some points where it got really weird, it was really pretty. It was, like, visually stunning. But it's, like, all the office environments and stuff, they just... So claustrophobic. Well, no, it just felt, it felt, like, bland. It just felt like... Like, I'd like more when, like, uh, for example, not to skip too far ahead, which is towards all the way basically at the end. <laughs> I like but the I, end. But, like, at the foundation where um, the it's bleeding into each other. Yeah. The astral plane is bleeding into the world. So it's, like, just goes from, like, you're in a random hall and then you're, like, in a big open open space. Yeah. yeah. Like, that was cool. You would have enjoyed it more if it was more of that environment around the game, around the offices. I just wish there was more variety. I still feel like there was like a lot of reds and blues. Yeah. Lots of gray, lots of brown in the underground. A lot of depression colors. Yeah. And that's uh, that might be part of it. It's a depression story. Like, you start out with this uh orphaned girl. Well, orphaned person. Start out with Jesse in the middle of a lockdown. There's an elf lady. She's not really an elf. She looks like an elf. Yeah, and you go to this Bureau of Control to try and find your brother. Because they deal with strange phenomena. And her brother got taken in one of those, so she's on a mission. To find him? Yeah. So what do you guys think about that story? Well, I thought the main story felt pretty weak. Um... I thought it was okay. I thought, like, um, it wasn't the reason I was playing. You know, uh, I've definitely played games with stronger stories. Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of times it took me a while to figure out what the heck I was doing. Yeah. Or why I was doing this or what this thing was. Um, I know there was a lot of stuff that they explained in the, um, like, in the, all the documents you picked up. And there's a lot of documents you can pick up. Just yeah, documents, yeah. videos, audio tapes. Yeah, a lot of collectibles. They went, they went deep into the lore. There's, There's a lot of lore. Mm -hmm. But if you're just like playing the regular game, it does take like a minute. It took me like a minute sometimes to like uh, figure out like, oh, what the heck is this? And what the heck is this? And what am I doing? Yeah. And um, well, it can be confusing too. So it's nice that they have the map up, up on the D-pad. Mm -hmm. yeah. You can just like run with it on. Mm -hmm. That helped. If it didn't yeah. have that, I probably would have quit the game. 
quite, quite honestly. The thing that messed me up with that is, yeah, I enjoyed that it was on the up, like you can just press up, but uh, every time I try to exit out of it, I would either press B or the back, and then it would go to the menu, yeah. or I would just like dash. Yeah, same. Like, ah, I fell my off the problem was I kept thinking it was the start button, so I just kept going into my menu. Yeah. Which is embarrassing, because I'm on stream the whole time. But, <laughs> hey. but no, yeah, I like the mechanic of just the map being there the whole time, if you can, if you wanted it. Uh, but yeah, I thought the I thought the story of her it was I would agree um, kind of weak, where yeah. like I've definitely played games with stronger stories in it, but that's you know the story wasn't why I liked the game. It definitely was the the gameplay that I enjoyed. It just uh, I don't know, man. I I. I, I I'd go play this to all humans. <laughs> I played it because it was, you know, connecting with Alan Wake, and I enjoyed that game. That was another one of my issues, the I Alan Wake DLC. Did not have enough Alan Wake. I can and, agree with that. And again, yeah. maybe that was me not going into the collectibles, or, you know... No, even if you did, it wasn't... It feels oh, like maybe at the beginning, and then like one in the middle, and then one at the end. Yeah, if it, it, it was more about Dr. Hartman yeah. than it was about Alan Wake, which is a little disappointing. If you don't remember Dr. Hartman, he's the, I don't know what we call him, the therapist that was in the Cauldron Lake psychic mm -hmm. ward, whatever, for the celebrities. Mm -hmm. uh, you find out that he was experimenting with all these inmates trying to make paranormal things happen. Yeah. And... The Bureau did not like that, and they brought him in. But at the same time, I guess I could see Control still kind of want to be its own thing, so they probably that's why they didn't go too hard into the Alan Wake story. They could have had a little more of him. like Definitely. Well, that's part of the thing now. At first, I, were like, I thought it was like, oh, it's going to be the Alan Wake universe, the kind of like stories he's trying to write to get yeah. out. But now they're like leaning more into control, and I'm like, oh, I don't know how I like that. Alan Wake was like that more moody. It was darker. It was weirder. Like, he was an alcoholic without them saying he was an alcoholic. Like it was definitely weirder. Yeah. I like the the style of Alan Wake, feeling like a TV show. Like I would have wished, like instead, of, I like how they did the big title credits when you walked into a new area. Mm, yeah. But I wish that would have been like maybe like. A new episode thing. A little film. And then, like, a little, like, the name of the main mission or something. Why is she kind of fucking stuck with pizza? <laughs> don't, don't no one knows. What is that? A giant bubble of, what is it, chocolate? Soda? I don't know. Poop. Poop, I'm yeah. going to get off this bubble. Uh, anyways, so continuing with the story. Yeah, you're Jesse Faden. You walk into this control bureau. It's a fudge bowl. And you meet a janitor named... Addy? Artie? Artie, no, Atahiri. Atahiri. Something like that. Uh, in Sweden, it means ocean. Deep ocean, I think. Something like that. Yeah, but then he's like, oh, you're here what, for an interview. And what she's is like, he's yeah. Wake, like, he's in the game the whole time. Well, didn't she become the director? I'm leading up to that, yeah. Oh, yeah. She talks to him. He's like, yeah, go in for the interview to be my and assistant. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, all right, go into the director's office. You walk in there and the guy's dead on the floor 
and you see a gun on the table and you pick it up and that's your new service weapon and that's the director's weapon so you can just turn it upside down Illuminati start talking to you they're like yeah there's a pyramid a black pyramid that's upside down and you start hearing voices they're called the board and they speak weird they say things that like contradict each other well I feel like it's an actual board so like of representatives and it's a bunch of people talking that makes more sense yeah, and so I also all the think Alvin Wakes, it's the Council of Alvin Wakes. <laughs> and I also Alvin think Wake multiverse. they are, the, uh, the board is previous heads of control that have passed. That's your theory on it? Well, I'm that pretty sure sense. I'm right. Pretty sure I'm right. Because she was all sense. like, because uh, at the end with Marshall, she was all like, how did I, was I able to see Marshall uh, with the beer, uh, with the, with the, uh, with the, uh, board uh she would have to be dead so i think all the previous board members i mean all the previous like members of the board or past directors or past directors people who served with the board the bureau yeah like highly yeah uh like so they would have been like head of um like investigation whatever what his name was yeah research what was his name? Darling? Langston? No, like Darling. Oh, Darling, the main doctor. Yeah. Yeah. It had been like him, so he was a part of the board. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. He's still alive. Darling? Yeah. Darling's dead. No, he's not. <laughs> Darling. At the end of the game, you walk around and all the people mentioned, they're like, they still don't know where Darling is, so... No, at the, at the end you see him, and then that's how you know he's dead. And they talk to him, they talk about him like he's dead. Oh my god! Yes, continuing with the story. Um, you pick up the gun. You're a director now. You got to find out what's happening with these um, hiss hiss creatures. That's what they decide to kill call him because she calls him that. Your you first mission uh, is in it's maintenance, just, right? No, your first mission is in central control, clearing everything out. Oh, yeah. I think going to, like, dead letters. And that was a department dedicated to, like, people writing, like, like, oh, we're going to die, so we might as well do something about it. I'm like, yeah, okay. I don't remember. I played it so quick. Well, and uh, I don't remember. You had to go and clear out maintenance. And uh, so basically you're going around this big, you know, building and... Trying, the oldest house. Yeah, the oldest house. Trying to uh, fix all the issues that have, you know... Been caused by the hiss. Been, been caused by the hiss or are happening anyway. You know, because there's stuff like the mold that isn't really hiss-related. Yeah. And, um, stuff like that. That um, If you ever get in a situation with the mold and the hiss, they, like, start fighting each other. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to control anyone. That's the, uh, the powers were fun. What power was your guys' favorite? The flame. Mine was probably the checking the items. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because when you get to the last level, you get to do the three items up to three people. Yeah. And that was usually a one-hit kill if it connected. Or I just doing this, the, the C's. Every time I would seize people, I'd just scream, Bow to the Bright Lord! <laughs> so I felt like I was in Shadow of Mordor. 
<laughs> What'd you say yours was? Uh, I just like the ability to fly around everywhere. And the Love dash. The just yeah. Psh, psh. Same. I like, uh, yeah, and I liked flying and, you know, I'd be like in the air and then shooting down at people. And, yeah. Uh, I liked that, like, that move where you like pound on the ground. And... It takes yeah. all your stamina. Mm-hmm. I did. I, I tried to do that move a lot, but it it was weak, and then like, uh, and I upgraded it. Um, not not until later. Yeah. So I was upgrading stuff like health and everything. And then the Alan Wake DLC where it's placed doesn't make sense to me. Why? Because you could start it pretty early, and it's like it just kind of spoils the rest of the game for you. Because if you manage to make it through, nothing's as hard as the Alan Wake DLC. The Foundation DLC. But that's at the very end. At that point, you're like, what? It's like a weird difficulty spot. Which I think the Foundation shouldn't have been DLC. It should have just been like... Part of the game. Yeah. I've, I like the... I know, you, I know you'll disagree with me here, Javier, but I liked the boss fights. Uh, even the ones that gave me like a lot of trouble. Um, I think the ones that gave me the most trouble was... This, Sedge, uh, back uh, the opposite Jesse, uh, Mary Jesse, and she was pretty easy. And she was kicking my ass, which I think is weird because I feel like we've all we all struggled in different ways. Like yeah. we struggled with different bosses. Like me and Jose thought the former was really difficult, but then Javier's all like I beat it in like two tries. But then he was fighting um, Hartman. Yeah, when he, he was fighting Hartman, was pretty hard. Like a fuck, I, I think there's like a whole hour and a half of me just fighting Hartman, dude. But I I beat him in like five minutes. The thing that pissed me off about Hartman was I would get him to his little one hit HP pretty quickly, and then he put up a shield. This motherfucker was fucking teasing the me the whole time. Yeah, I had fun doing that. And then, and then, and then, and then, like, I was like, yes, I'm going to finally kill him. And the shield generator thing happened. And I'm like, really, Jordan? You couldn't have said, oh, he has a second phase. He's like, nah, I didn't want to spoil the surprise. And then the guy that you summon, the, what are they? The support troop? The rangers. The rangers rangers that you deploy. They don't even help that much. No, that achievement for having them kill people is a pain in the ass because they don't do shit. I had to get the foundation. (laughs) Huh? I had to get in the foundation. Uh, you know that part where you go in uh, from the fire break and then you go into like this office area where it's like just like a giant yeah. cubicle? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's where I, I had to summon that dude. Yeah, that's where I tried to do it too. And I'm like, man, you can't shoot shit. I just, so I just stood there and then saw what he would do. Like I got into a spot He'd where run away. I, yeah, he would, he would shoot. And I'm like... Your shot did, like, no, no damage. You did, like, no damage. And I was, I was like, man, it was lame. <laughs> that was going to be a harder achievement than I thought. Um, oh, it was pretty But, hard. yeah, it was, it's weird because we, we struggled differently with the bosses. Like, um, like that, that one, uh, what was that one you said was harder than the former? Well, the Salvador? Yeah, Salvador was pretty easy for me. It was pretty easy for me, too. And then he struggled with it, and then we struggled with the former, and then he went through it real quick, 
And then I uh, and then got through like, Hartman really quick, and then you struggled. With and Hartman. then isn't it like a bunch of fights with the former? There's three. So like, what Four, happens two. if I beat the foundation and I haven't done any of those missions? Do I still fight the former, even though I already became friends with it? That's a good question. No, I think actually I'm not quite sure because the missions where you fight him, I think they're all optional missions. Mm-hmm. So, uh. Not the first one. The fridge one? The first one. The fridge one. Is it the fridge one? The fridge one is the first one. Okay. Yeah, then they are all optional. Because it's the, the fridge flamingo. and then the flamingo and then... The foundation. Uh, what was that? The foundation? Mm-hmm. You're going to stare at the refrigerator now. <laughs> Poor guy. But, you had to go keep checking up on under... Throughout that main mission, you gotta go keep checking on them. I was like, please, man, like, I haven't playing like, a day. So I looked up a video from Remedy, and it's Jesse giving a tour of the Remedy development the yeah, studio. The yeah, and she's, like, just going around, and she's like, don't tell anyone, but I still haven't gone and checked up on that guy staring at the refrigerator. I hope he's okay. I'm like, is this supposed to be after the game or during the game? Because that's hilarious. Because I did it per- pretty quickly after it was same, an option. Same. I was like, I want that guy. You know, yeah. I like how you just ended up dying. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's terrible. But, yeah. but no, it, I feel like it did like the opposite of what Assassin's Creed's games do. Where it's like, they give you a big open world. And a bunch of optional icons. Here they gave you like very claustrophobic hallways that lead into like open caves, back into hallways, back into astral planes. And it's not fun to explore it. Like, yeah. like it's yeah. fun to do the side mission, but it's it's like literally you're just running back and forth around the map. Yeah, there's a lot of backtracking in this game. Whereas, it's like, that's usually a problem in an Assassin's Creed with the quest, where it's like you're just grabbing something and taking it to someone. But you, you can still get lost in the way. There's these little things that get lost doing, mm-hmm. like in Skyrim. And in this one, you start doing the mission, and you like don't really want to stop doing the mission, because you want to finish your mission so you could do your next mission. It just felt like, I don't know. Like I, I thought I would have enjoyed it more. Like It's not bad. I wouldn't say it's a bad game, but it's just not for me. I love how they had to put a bush there for him to walk through so it would cover his junk with a leaf. He could show his butt. Well, it's like, it wasn't weird enough for me. Mm-hmm. Which is funny that you say that because Jordan's like, that game is so weird. It was weird. Like, it was pretty weird. The weirdest part for me during the main game, other than the hiss, because the hiss are fucking freaky, especially if you're playing with headphones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I played it. I played it all yeah, with my headphones. Yeah, now. I played it all with headphones too. But the other freaky thing is um, the, that one hall when you have to go get the headphones from a Tahiti and go back to the hall to get through it and it's like they start playing a song from from the old gods. Oh, yeah. yeah the, you're talking about the... Um, the uh, hotel? No, the, the ashtray maze. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like, a, it looks like a hotel. Yeah, yes. man, that part was so dope. Yeah, I saw like, you streaming it. You were struggling. <laughs> like, Shh. Jordan sent it to me. I'm like, what's this? He's like, it's the ashtray maze. I'm like, oh, I haven't done that yet. He's like, what do you mean? I thought you did that. 
Yeah, well, it's because I knew you were ahead of me, and then I didn't know I passed you. <laughs> because when you were talking about, oh, how you have to go and find the janitor, this is where you go to have, have to go find the janitor. I was like, how come I don't know what you're talking about? And it was because I hadn't gotten there yet. So I thought you were farther in the game than you were, because you had got. Because once I got to the janitor part, it's like the next mission. So yeah. I thought you you got that far. Well, I, I did a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, after I didn't know that you had like, to before that missions. Uh, well, you got a notification. <laughs> I see that, Jordan. <laughs> for the update. But man, yeah, uh, I thought that was really cool. Uh, just because, and that's that was a really good song too. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I ended up getting it on uh, Spotify, and then you... they they have all their songs, even the ones from Alan Wake on there too. Like playing around or playing around in the game or no 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 in, on Spotify. Oh, okay. on Spotify. Well, yeah, it's oh, a yeah. music place. Yeah, you know who else they got? They got us on Spotify. Yeah, check us out on Spotify, guys. Yeah, plug. <laughs> Might as well. <laughs> but. Yeah, man, that was a cool part. Uh, it was probably one of my parts. favorite things was they did the same thing as Alan Wake, where they put like random radios and televisions everywhere. And yeah, you can just kind of like listen. It wasn't an achievement to listen to a certain amount of radios or shows, but I still enjoyed all the music they had. It was pretty. Well, cool. Isn't there collectibles though? Isn't there achievement for the getting radios. all the collectibles? Not the radios. Oh, not the radios. Just the videos and all the audio tapes. So wait, tell me, did the radio kill, did the video kill the radio star? Yes. Um, speaking of the shows that you find, one of my favorites and was the series called The Threshold Kids. Oh my God. I showed it to them and they freaked out. I don't know if they found it themselves. Yeah. Obviously they did. Yeah. But uh, I think I found like six episodes. And they're all pretty weird. The first one that I found, it's like, oh, my mom's dead. And the little boys are like, what happened? And she's like, I don't know. They blacklisted it. Or what would you call it? Redacted it? They redacted it. It's redacted. And then the girl's Pocket like, <laughs> just like the director says, C and Confidential, both, I mean, Children and Confidential, both start with C. Yeah, no, but the special kids are freaky. Yeah, man, that was a weird show. And I, I like the collectibles, too. Like I said, it like I didn't go a lot into those because I just wanted to like get the game streamed yeah because it's like oh it's a long game it's a long game and it was a long game it was like it took me like 14 hours including both dlcs yeah i didn't know you were gonna play the dlcs so i thought you were gonna skip them and go into the uh just do the main game so you can get it done well that's what i wanted to do but that's what i did with all the dlcs and they didn't take too long jose provided uh the dlcs for us well Oh, for me, at least, Jordan added. Because, like I said, the foundation shouldn't have been DLC. Yeah, it kind of, it kind of felt like a chapter six of Alan Wake. Yeah. The, the extra, the, when you're in the darkness world. Yeah. And it's, I don't know, man. It's just like the ending's weird. Yeah, it is. It's very the saddest. more ending, and then it's like. You play the foundation, and it just feels like a side quest, like you're saying. And I was like expecting to get more Closure. answers about what's happening with her brother. Yeah. 
And it's like, they don't even talk about her brother. They're, like, talking about Marshall one missing in the middle of the other game. Yeah, so we go back to the story. You're the director for a while. You're cleaning up the his, and you find out where your brother is because uh, Marshall tells you. And you go find your brother, and he escapes and goes to try and find you. Uh, but then they contain him in a little prison type yeah. of black slate prison type thing. Well, he was being, he was in the, the director thing. He was in the bureau. Can, yeah, the, the candidacy, candidacy. He could use a candidate for the director. Yeah. yeah. They found him in a dumpster. In a dump yard. Which he was is taking a, a dump? Yeah. No, I thought they uh, I thought they found him when they found the um, the projector. Yeah, the dumpster site. The junkyard. And the junkyard. But anyways... He was basically was taken guy. prisoner, and they're like, you're a candidate to be the next uh, director. Uh, but then he got con- he got contaminated by the hiss. So, well, he let him in. Yeah, he got... He let the hiss in. And you try and find a way to get him out. And... What we totally glossed over is... Jessie, when she was little, she was in this dumpster place. Junkyard place. And she had this entity talking to her called Polaris. And that's with you in the game. It talks to you, tells you where to go. And she's like, I would never have gotten here without you telling me. And she kind of consults Polaris in her head when mm-hmm. you're playing the game. But, uh. It's the blue loading screen. Yeah, it is. It's been a while. What happens after that? You find your brother, he's contained. And then um, <clears throat> he tells you to go and find the truth about Ordinary and uh, everything about the um, the Bureau. And you do, and they were trying to, uh, uh, whatever it was doing, it was uh, trying to kill Polaris or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so uh, you had to release, you had to release something. Oh. So this is what I mean. Where I was like, I don't know what the fuck. You find out that they have an object that crash landed on Earth somewhere that they like took back to the bureau, and inside that object was Polaris that's been connected to you since like the dumpster site, and you go and free it. It breaks, and you're like, ah, it died, and then the his try and control Jesse. And that, that that scene was hilarious. It's like, go deliver mail. Yeah, that was her and worst like, nightmare. Why, why is that new girl not working? She's just standing around slacking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're no good. Get out of here. Man, I did so many of those tasks before I realized oh, I shouldn't probably be doing this. That's hilarious. You deliver mail. You serve, You clean up coffee. Um, and then uh, you make copies. And you make copies in a photocopier. Yeah. And at the end, you go to the director's office, like, so, multiple times. I think I filled up two of the task bars. And yeah. Uh, for thing for the record, you only have to do one of those. Uh, to I did two. I did uh, yeah. so many. I did so many, too. And then it re... Well, it, it just was, resets, yeah. Yeah, it yeah. just resets. I was like, so I have to... In a different keep, location. I'm like, so I have to keep doing this? <laughs> I'm like, I'm not doing this. What else is there? Imagine me figuring that out. While streaming. Yeah, dog. I'm just like, what? There's no IGN right now. 
and then after that, you... Um, you regain control of your body. Mm-hmm. And you're like, Polaris is always going to be with me. I am Polaris. Yeah. Maybe Polaris is you, you know? Maybe we're all, all Polaris. And then you guys stop your brother with, for letting hiss him. And then you take the hiss out of him. He's in a coma. The end. And you beat the game. No, Marshall <laughs> goes missing. And then Marshall goes missing, and then you have to go find her. And then it turns out she's dead, and you have to fix a... No, that's a whole DLC, though. Yeah. <laughs> Once you put your brother in a coma, that's the end of the game. You're just like... I Did you guys go back and through. check on him multiple times? No. Did he get better? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> when you first check on him, he's bald, just like in the game. And then after a while, you go back and check he's on him. Bald. And, yeah, you see, yeah, he has a beard. Well. He has more beard than he does head hair. But... He's like Jared Petty. You can see that his hair is growing. But that's hilarious. No, I didn't do that. I stopped playing as soon as I finished the foundation. And I tried one more time for achievements. Um, one thing that cool. we didn't talk about is how you get your powers. The way that you get your powers is you go around finding objects of, of interest. Power. Yeah. Yeah. And... And, and one thing I wanted to bring up is these ob- so. These objects of power, they kind of remind me of the show Warehouse 13. You guys ever watched that? Yeah. yeah. That's what the Bureau kind of reminds me of, is them going around finding these artifacts and then bringing them back to store and keep from, like, uh, getting out. So you got, like, things like that mirror where you fight a sedge and things like um, the Flamingo and things like, well, no, I mean, all those were... The flamingo, the traffic light, the mm-hmm. fridge... Mm-hmm. There's so many. Yeah. There's clocks. There's an anchor. That yeah. anchor gave me a hard time. Yeah, he gave me a little bit of a hard time too. Just because uh, I'd get caught in his spewing clocks. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, and, and so that's the kind of feeling I get. And it's like you trying to get control back over, get back over the. The objects of power. Some of those are optional missions. If you want to get all the powers, they're not quite so optional. Um, there's a TV that lets you control the enemies. There's a second part in the DLC, which was kind of hard because you had to go and navigate that whole cave system with yeah, the, the TV the, in the dark with enemies coming after you. And it was like pitch black. Like you literally couldn't see anything because yeah. I, I, I went back in there without the TV. Yeah, that was. You can't see shit. You had to find it like you had to look really hard i did the one with the train i wish there was more like the one in the train so that's an altered object that's in the out and wake dlc oh no that's that is in the in the alan wake one as well um there's two there's one with an actual train cart and the one javier's talking about is with the empty train cart um it's kind of just like a platform. A flat, yeah. You got to jump between one and two and you got to fight some enemies. And yeah. The one like, I'm talking about, it's, like it's kind of like a murder mystery. Yeah. There's... And you have to... Some Agatha Christie. I don't know how I did it. How I beat that one, but I beat it. Yeah, there's objects that you got to go examine. They'll talk to you. Like, they'll play out a scenario and you got to find in which order they go to. Okay, like, that's, what that's what I thought. That's what I just like, guess, 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 guess. We right, well, I was all like... Well, it sounds like this goes before this. It sounds like this is making the sound, 
that sounds like something that would go before this because they're all dead on this one. But not so, in this one. But not in this one. They're dying. So, <laughs> and that one I forget what the prize for that one is. Um, but the one Javier's talking about is the one that's real fun. Uh, you go on this platform, little train, and it's like dubstep music's going on. The doorway opens yeah, and no, you start it, going. It reminded me of like eighties music, like um, from uh, like, it felt like Synth Riders is the best yeah. way I could describe it. Synth Riders or uh, Blood Dragon. Yeah. Blood or Dragon. uh, Teen Titans Go. That uh. Oh, that song you like? Yeah, Cometh or something. The one when they're in Mars with the music? No, with the band. Didn't they that, get uh, Cyborg plays all the time. Yeah. Oh. You guys know which one I'm talking about, though, right? The animation. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like where they're in the band, and it's like it looks kind of like an anime, and people have like a mullet looking at it. Yeah. Didn't they get its own spinoff show that's like its own show now? I don't know, man. I hope so. I'd watch it. We're not here for that, though. (laughs) (laughs) But no, the train track... He's, like, looking it up right now. The train track level is really fun. Um, You get to levitate across the cards, fight enemies, and it's like you're going down this tube of just, like, lights, 80s music, and enemies just flying at you. It was fun. That one was really fun. I went back to, I think, where it is... And you can just turn on the light, turn on the radio, and just sit on the platform. It's this really pretty blue light that just makes the whole, like, area blue. And you just sit there listening to the music. You don't get to do the ride again. You just sit there. But no, it's pretty fun. There's another part in the Alan Wake DLC where there's this little break room that has two arcade machines, two arcade cabinets. Oh, yeah. Uh, the game's called Schwam. 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 Something like that. It's a weird name. Yeah. Shwa- Shum. I didn't see Shum. Shum. Yeah, Shum. 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 You gotta turn on the power when you're fighting Hartman. And you go to the break room. Yeah, you can have two modes. There's crowd control, which is basically survive the swarms. Yeah, and so... Like, and there's deadline, where you gotta kill a certain amount of enemies in a certain time. So it's like, yeah, time trial or horde. Pretty much. The they were all really hard for me. I didn't... Yeah, I didn't do so well. The the so when I did crowd control, I was really struggling. Like the first time I played it, and then uh, I was like, "Okay, fuck this game." And then I went and I was like, "I want to play something else." So uh, I, I'm gonna go play the rest of the game, right? And so and then I came back at the end. I was like, "All right, I really want that achievement. So maybe I'll do the other one." And so I did the other one. And I was like, "Man, this one's fucking hard too." So I was like, "Maybe I'll go back to crowd control." And I went back to crowd control, and I freaking smashed it first try. I'm like, "Oh my god!" Oh yeah. Yeah, did crap. Your boy's back. I didn't even find you. Uh, then the second one opens, and there's crowd control. <laughs> or you can do, if you beat both of them, two other, like, challenging modes of the same game open up. And then there's a third one, I believe, like, if you beat the other ones. But I didn't get that far. I just did one for the achievement. I'm like, fuck it. Yep, that's what I did. He said. I am one achievement away. It's they went all out with the achievements. Like some of those achievements are fun. I didn't go all out. I just happened to play that way. Like I explore everything, find part, everything. Part of my deal for the achievements 
that I like the achievements on this game is uh, most of them are tied to either doing quests, mm-hmm. which isn't like, at least it's making you find new parts of the game versus I was, I would have been more upset if there would have, because there were a couple where it's like, oh, get this number of kills with the guns. Yeah. But that was like for one or two guns. Yeah. And, and I would have been more upset was... if they would have like forced me to play with all the guns. Yeah. Because I beat that game with just, like, the pistol and the shotgun, by the way. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I made Pierce, too. The one that you can charge. Yeah, nice. the sniper. I made Maul. Yeah, but I didn't do that till after I finished streaming. I beat mm-hmm. the whole game with a pistol. That was probably part of where I was struggling. I wasn't upgrading, either. You were playing like me. Like I would have. Just pistol. And I'm like, I'm going to do it all. Man, that pistol was really good, though. Yeah. yeah. Especially uh, if you unlock all the three attachables. I eventually mm-hmm. did that. Uh, yeah, another thing with Lost Over is the weapon, the service weapon. Uh, it has forms, different forms. Yeah, yeah, it has different forms. You get a pistol, a shotgun, a submachine gun, basically. Like you Pierce, get a grenade launcher. Shatter, you get a moves, rocket launcher. It moves around really weird looking. You get too. like a sniper. Yeah, it like reforms itself into looks, a new gun. Yes, yeah, so like it looks a, like it shoots itself and, and then it reforms itself. It looks like a like a, a like a Rubik's cube kind of. It's like going all over the place. Um, it also happens to be a key to certain doors that only the director can get to. Mm-hmm. You gotta insert it a certain way. That's like what Samus. Said. Stick it in there like Samus. Yes. Um. Let me They're not on each other. Let's. Give us a second. Give us a second. <laughs> but no, this game was not what I expected it to be. There was, I guess, like, there was so much hype from all the different podcasts I listened to mm-hmm. and other people, and everyone just loves it. That I was like, well, I'm going to love it right. too. It was IGN's but, game of the year. But Are like, you at no. least glad that you got to play it, like, completely? Like, complete. Yeah, I'm glad I played it. I'm no, glad. I mean, like, complete. Yeah. Like, you didn't have to wait for the DLC to come out. Like Yeah, because I wouldn't have gone back. If I would have beaten that game, the main game, I wouldn't have gone back for... I would have gone back for the Alan Wake DLC, and then I would have been so disappointed by the fact that there wasn't enough Alan Wake that I would have never played the Foundation. <laughs> but since it was just all in a row, I was like, fuck it, let's do this. Yeah. And another one of my complaints it is was that... seamless. The way they insert the Alan Wake DLC at the point where they add it, where they let you start playing it, it makes no sense because everything above there is like four levels above what you are at that point. And then after you beat it, you go back to doing the main story and everything's like four levels under you. And it's just like, it's like a weird difficulty spike Mm -hmm. to going back to not being too hard. And then it like I feel like it evens out in the foundation because mm-hmm. everything is back to kind of being where you're at. Yeah, I didn't notice any of that. I did for the DLC. They did the system where you can, as Director Faden, you can order a ranger to deploy, and like we were speaking about it earlier, mm-hmm. there's an achievement tied to it. But they're supposed to help, but they're pretty useless. Yeah. So. And that's the point I realized I didn't really like the game. 
It would have helped out if they were a little like, more useful and if you could use them outside of the DLC areas. Yeah. Or even in more of the DLC areas, because yeah. it would be only like in like, oh, he only help you in this small little section. Like close to it. the boss fight section. Yeah. I, don't even, I think I summoned them once or twice. Summon two? The Rangers. Oh, the Rangers. Yeah. But no, like, the point I knew this game wasn't for me is when I saw you guys talking shit to each other about <laughs> achievements. And then I tried, and I was like, I can get all these achievements. I know I can. I'm like, but I'm not going to be having any fun while I do it. So at one point I told Jordan, I'm like, hey, you got, like, two achievements that I don't. Stop it. He's like, okay. And he oh. went and got, like, three more. And I'm like, bro. And then he's like, what? I'm like, nothing. And then I'm like, I'll show you. And I'm one achievement away. Well, that's because I lost my Xbox. Well, yeah. well, it's not plugged in. So he's, I can't play. He's in the process <laughs> of moving. Yeah. So it's, like, <laughs> packed in the box somewhere. Is Xbox packed in the box? Popped in the box? I haven't hooked it up to a TV yet. And, so it, and it's been like, been like that all week. I've been hurting you. Well, not really. I got my VR and my Switch still, so... Buy one of those $100 projectors, bro. Yeah. You just fucking... You're not taking anyone's TV if you're projecting that onto their wall. Speaking of projectors, the projector was the main item that, like, affected Jesse and, yeah. like, opened a portal to the Hiss. And, and it turns out that the, the previous director was it. infected by the Hiss, just like the brother, Dylan... And just like her brother Dylan, and he's like, I'm going to let more hiss in. So he went to go turn on the projector and all that. But speaking of the characters, there's Jesse, the main character. There's, what's her name? The doctor, the chick that you say looks like an elf. Pope. Yeah, there's Hope. Pope. Pope. She's like a scientist or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know, like a man. I don't know. There's Marshall. At the end, she becomes head of research. Yeah, there's Marshall, was which was like head of security. Mm -hmm. There's and a scientist that's all weird. Langston, who's who was the former head of uh, research. That, yeah, because he dies. That's how she became head of research. Okay, and then there's the other guy that's in charge of all the mysterious items. For the Langston. Mm -hmm. No. Then who's the other? Oh. oh no, the other darling. guy, darling. Yeah. Darling is the head of research, and then Langston is uh, the one that's in charge of all the, um, uh, the... The prison items. Yeah. He's like, uh, there's also Trench, which, which was the last director. Former, yeah, the former director. You go out through the game, and you know that you're like going doing the story when you see like a projection of the old director just talking to himself, and then you go into the, the media, and... It's like a whole message of him talking to himself, like, warning you about stuff. But no, my favorite character was Darling. Because that dude was crazy. Yeah. He was mad scientist. He did all sorts of experiments. Uh, when you read the documents, they're like, yeah, no, we took this boy from this junkyard in Ordinary. And, you know, he was orphaned. He had no parents, so we just kept him here and put him in the program to be a future director and it was up to Trench and Darling to raise him and Trench just gave it all to Darling and Darling's like I'm gonna make this a project and that's He's what like, drove Dylan crazy. gonna get through parenthood? Yeah. And I thought that was crazy man. Um, but that's only if like you read all the documents and everything and watch all the little films and all the audio tapes 
Yeah, no, I didn't do all that. But eventually, the dude goes crazy, man. He so figured. Hmm? So you figured. Mm-hmm. He finally goes crazy. Isn't it, isn't, it, isn't, um, isn't it his lab you find in one of the side quests in the foundation? Where you have to find the, the key cards? No, that was the uh, guy before him. The head of research before him. Talking about Ash. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the guy, the son of the director. No, the, the son of the previous uh, previous director. Yeah. Like, before Trench. It was like two directors before Trench. Oh, yeah. Because... So many directors. Yeah, because... Because all the documents that you find in the fort in the foundation are like old documents. 60s, yeah. Before they found the board. The, like, the, the cards are like Pokemon cards. Yeah. That's what uh, Pope said. The elf lady. But no, my favorite character was Darling. At the very end, when you go to the hotel, he made a whole music video. Or I guess it was just the way Jesse perceived him. And she saw a whole music video of him just singing about her being dynamite. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys found that, but... I did not. It's a whole three-minute song. And at the end, she mentioned, she's like, is that how I perceived him? That's crazy. He was a crazy man. <laughs> and he was. Right. And I feel like I did really poorly at this, but that was pretty much control. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, how many controls so, would you give it? One, yeah. One out of ten. How many controls would you give it? Six. Give it eight. I'd say eight, eight as well. Like, uh, like maybe like a low seven. It's it's up there with um, for, with all the games that we played for Game Club. Uh, I'd say it's on the same level as. Ghostbusters for me. Oh no, man. Ghostbusters is a fucking phantom, a well of creativity and creation. <laughs> I was it's, glad I was. I you, played you it. Get more, you get more than four colors in Ghostbusters. Fuck. You get slime green at the beginning of the game. You know what I'm saying? There's nowhere but up from there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, different so strokes movies. for different folks. Ghostbusters felt like a movie. Yeah, it did. Control felt like, I guess you, you're into Christopher Nolan, but Control felt like Memento, dude. I was like, what's happening? Why do I? You mean Inception? No, it felt like Memento to me. You mean Trent Tennant? She just kept talking to himself. I expected her to look down at her arm and have a bunch of tattoos written down. <laughs> warehouse, like, oh shit, warehouse. You know? So I teleported. Well, I actually like the aesthetic. Like, the story the, was good. I'm not going to lie. I, like I was the, interested in the story. I like the bold colors and uh, that whole... I know I know it wasn't for you, but I liked the... Um, that, that... The style of it. Uh, I thought it was really cool and very... Well, yeah, uh, I made a choice and it stuck with it, for better <laughs> or worse, dude. Yeah. And was, for me, it was, was worse. Very, for you, it was better. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Is very minimalist. Um, one thing I really did enjoy of the style was the certain rooms that you had to clear out. And once you cleared them out and cleansed the control point. Oh, uh, yeah, that was cool. It made the red go away, basically. I, took wish the red that there were, off. I wish that there were more rooms like that. Because yeah, I really cool. enjoyed that. That would have been cool. I would have been down for it was. That. It would have been cool if every con- control point was like that. But no, it was only a few, like you said. Another thing I liked is that the, once you cleared a room, it stayed cleared even if you died. Mm-hmm. Well, it didn't stay clear, that. but you didn't have to re-clear it, you know? Oh, it, it didn't it, change it, back. It, it didn't seal the room off, and you have to 
Like, if you really wanted to, you just run past everything. But most of the time, they're really good about giving you a control point. Control. So, was there any side missions that stuck out to you guys? Uh, the train one. The train one? Favorite, yeah. Is there any other besides the train one? The mold one. I don't like the mold one. Would you have found it if I didn't show you where it was? No, probably. I was exploring a lot. Probably would have found it eventually. I definitely found Someday. it faster. <laughs> Um, but man, that boss was one of the harder ones for me, the mold boss. It took me forever. It took me two tries. Never mind, See, bro. that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. I'm like, I struggled so much with that mold boss. And I was, I was texting Jose. I was like, fuck this mold boss. God damn it. Mike, did you shoot the shiny balls? I did shoot the shiny balls. I played it like Zelda. I just went. <laughs> Oh, shoot, 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 shoot. While well, my ping reload, I kept shooting at him. Well, <laughs> no, it kept doing this thing where uh, it would, like, it would, like, it would, like, send out this poison, and I couldn't avoid the poison, and then it would, like, drain, like, all my health, and then I'd die. I'm like, ah, oh, this is such bullshit. Yeah, that was my thing with Hartman. Mm-hmm. He had that, like, instant, basically instant-kill attack if he has low enough health where he just sucked your health up. The thing I, like, my so problem with Hartman was that he summoned so many little minions to, like, attack you. Mm. You know what I found out at the very end while I was doing all the achievements? What? You guys know that enemy that's, like, in the bubble that heals up all the other enemies and just teleports when you yeah. fire at it? If you get them low enough, you can seize them. Yeah, you can seize all the enemies. And then it that one heals you? And I didn't know that until the very end. anything you seized. Oh, so sad. When it's I always the out. first thing I would go for with my C's power. I, I think you have to level up your C's well, yeah. to do that. Yeah. I didn't level everything up to like the end. I leveled up C's um, and throwing. Those were my main ones. I did my health and my flight. Man, I remember there was there was a boss that I... Help probably would have wasn't. Me. It wasn't so much the boss that was an issue. It was the fact that he had a bunch of... He would summon a bunch of people that kept killing me. Well, they kept, like, lowering my health. I can't remember what boss that was, though. Was it the guy that was, uh... Did, yeah. you, did you do the mission where you had to go into the hotel to find, like, this medic guy? Like, you find this wounded soldier, he's like, go into the hotel, save the medic. Oh, is then, that, that is that with the clocks? Yeah, that's in the clocks. Yeah, where, where it's all like, yeah, there's this room with a bunch of clocks and stuff. No, that guy was easy. Oh, no, okay. it was uh, when you have to fight that um, that flying guy again. The That's doctor fine. something. It's an achievement for fighting him for the second time. Doctor. I can't remember his name, but he was one Dr. of the first. Person. But he was one of the first people you had to fight. Doctor Science Man. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. But, but then you had to go and fight him again because he came up. And then Pope's all like, yeah... We noticed that he's in this area again, so you have to go. It's have to go and fight him, and then you go over there, and and it's like after the end of the game, like after you beat the game, and you mm-hmm. go and talk to Pope. She's all like, "Hey, that guy that you fought at the very beginning of the game. Remember that guy you thought you killed? Well, he did not. Die. Well, he did not die, and he's over here now. And um, and so yeah, I went to go and fight him, but the issue wasn't so much that he was difficult, because if it was just him, oh yeah, I've killed him like no time." The issue was every time I kept on trying to shoot at him, pop, pop. 
that. It would be like these freaking uh, like, those those little um, floating guys that blow up and they get uh, to you. Yeah. They kept uh, they kept I'm like shooting at them and then all of a sudden. I like when he sees them. They just kind of sit there until something moves. Mm-hmm. And they fly towards that. My favorite side quest was the Lucky Cat side quest in the Foundation. I found them all. Does that become a I side quest up. when you find one? Yeah, it's, um, you know, after you get both the crystal powers where you can summon them and shatter them, mm-hmm. uh, you go towards the top and you put like a cube somewhere and you find the cat and then like the uh, objective pops up. Okay. Well, not really, but you got to do certain tasks to unlock the cats. Uh, there's one where you got to go in the warehouse and ride the elevator up and through the fifth and the sixth floor. You gotta destroy the little hiss blocks that you see corrupting the elevator shaft. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, there's another one where you enter enter this random room, and there's like a quarantine shower, and you turn it on, and the cat just pops up. There's another one where you have to like, I think it's in the astral plane where you find the bathroom. There's this bathroom that you go into, and it just breaks off into the astral plane. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a hidden location, and you find a cat there. I'm pretty sure. Uh, there's so many others. Yeah. But at the end, you find eight cats, you unlock this doorway, and there's a long hall that leads to this room with a bunch of little lucky cats just waving at you at the top, and then the eight cats that you found, they appear in like a little line in front of you, and in front of them is a pedestal, and on the pedestal is cat ears, and you, you can wear them, and... Like, when that first happened, I think you weren't able to wear them anywhere else besides the foundation. But ever since I found them and been doing the achievements, I've been able to wear them everywhere. Like, outside the foundation, in the bureau. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, I feel chaotic, because I just run around really fast, dash everywhere. And you know, when you're in the offices, dashing around, everything, like, breaks. Papers oh, go flying. Yeah. And you're like, I'm fast, oh. boy. That's another thing I liked about it. I liked the, all that destruction that you could do. And mm-hmm. it was like, you could do it so easily, too. All the environment. Pretty much everything was destructible. Yeah. There's an achievement that you have to find, like, eight vending machines. Oh, yeah. Fuck that. And uh, you got to destroy them all. Uh, but you got to find them. You got to backtrack so many times because you got to wait for the, for the environment to reload. Because if you don't do that... You just go back to the same area and it's the one of those vending machine is broken. Like that. Yeah, it's all random, so you got got to do it multiple times. Got to go to multiple locations. Uh, but just gotta walk when you shoot everywhere. one, it becomes alive and then starts running away from you, and then you gotta kill it. And it drops so many mods. Mm-hmm. It's a vending machine. It gives you a bunch of little prizes. Mm-hmm. Um, but it moves fast. It's like it moves fast like that little. That little bug thing from, um... You know in Legend of Zelda, the little statues that you find in the Dodongo cave that you hit and they start spinning, the little bull statues? Yeah. They spin like that, but, like, real quick. And they don't stop. I was gonna say, it it reminded me of the, uh, from Deep Rock. That little bug that has all the jewels. Oh. You'll, you'll like, see for, like, a second and then it's there and you gotta shoot it real quick or else it'll disappear. Yeah. Cause I was trying to shoot that damn vending machine and then it disappeared on me. I don't know where it went. You gotta chase it. 
It's going to be me pretty soon. You got to find it. Stinky? The cricket. Oh. <laughs> Getting tickled? But yeah, uh, if that if that's all we got to talk about. Yeah. Well, are you going to announce? How did pick? you guys like all the connections with the Alan Wake? I feel like I didn't find enough. That's the problem. Would you have been happy if you fought Mr. Nobody? Or whatever his name is, Mr. Oh, Mr. Scratch? Yeah. Yeah, that would have been cool. How cool would that have been? That would have been really cool. But it's like, even just more related to him. Yeah, it was just Hartman, though. Some other scientist. And like the Bright Falls area. Like they had like a little area, like the ordinary one, but for Bright Falls. Very tiny, and they had pictures of all the iconic locations you can visit. And then that like Night Springs was around there. You could start finding Night Springs things, but it would have been nicer if they had more. A little replica of the cafe area, or like the deer festival. That would have been cool, right? Yeah. If you found the giant deer head. Because that was a thing that like moved around through the darkness. But no, overall I thought it was enjoyable. I, maybe I wouldn't have played it all if it wasn't for Game Club. Um, but uh, with that, I can announce the next Game Club. I don't, I don't think we're. it's going to be technically monthly Game Club since the month is almost over. It's been a hard time. Yeah, yeah. We're trying. It's been a I'll, still, I'll still label it for whatever month it's supposed to be, but so we'll probably it might not be this, on time is what he's trying to say. Well, we'll probably call this the August Game Club. Because July is almost over. Pretty much. We're on the 22nd of July. It'll still be July, Jordan. But, because... I'll I'll explain this later. But, uh, because of certain events that are happening in that month, um, it would be good. Because when we're done with that, we can talk about the next one. Yeah. Well, I should just announce it. So, my... The game that I chose is Psychonauts. Um, I've heard a lot about this game, and it's one of those games where, you know, so it came out for the original Xbox. And PlayStation. And, well, yeah, and PlayStation 2. And um, I, I, I'd i never really known much about it, uh, other than, you know, it's a it's a beloved Tim Schafer game, which I feel like I'm all his games uh, run under the beloved banner, you know. Uh, so I was like, all right, I like Tim Schafer games. You know, he's funny. Uh, and it looks like a really creative game. Um, it almost looks like yeah, um, freaking Persona. So this is me before I've even played the game. So I don't know anything about yeah. it going in. Well, you're going to so, enjoy it. It's a treat. So. I watched my wife play it. So I know a little bit about it, but I didn't really like sit down and watch her play it all. Yeah. And um, it's not that long. I think it's like 10 hours. Okay. So it's like two... Two good sittings. My wife said that uh, it would take like two days to like 100% it because she 100%ed it. Yeah. But she's been playing it for years. Like her routine, she would play it every summer, like when she's out of school. Yeah. She was out of school, like in middle school up to high school. And then I bought it for the Xbox and she's been playing it for a while. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, but it's like about 10 hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's so many collectibles. And some of them don't even matter. They don't. And this is it's our just... first game without achievements. So it doesn't have achievements. Yeah, it has achievements. No, it's an original Xbox game. So that's how you know we love this game. Well, I don't know. 
That's you're gonna love it. If you love control, you love. It's just the satisfaction of seeing. Um, it's just the satisfaction if you're into it of seeing just the progress because they show you the progress of like trying to 100 percent it, and when you get that done, you're like, yeah, I did it. Yeah, but like Jose was saying earlier, uh, one of the re- another reason why I picked this game is because the second one is you know coming out in August twenty first. Yeah. Or somewhere around there. Yeah, it's come it's just around the corner. So I was like, it'd be really cool to play this game since it's on Game Pass, which if you don't got Game Pass, get on it because man, it's get so good. It's so good. I love it. Like I get so many games with it. Um mm-hmm. and, and, and hopefully like, Javier oh, picks the, that game for the next game. That'd be cool. He doesn't have to. We can mix it up, I'll still play it. Like <laughs> Probably. I usually try and pick something that's not on Game Pass. <laughs> Which is fine, too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that, that that's uh, that's the next Game Club game. And with that, thank you for joining us on Nerdtop Plus July's July, June. This is June's June. Game Club. Oh, snap. So June and July, snap. son. June, July Game Club of the Month. Mm-hmm. Presented by Nerd Talk Plus. Yep. We've been Jose, Jordan, and Javier. Good night. And uh, remember to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, no, 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 good night. and Twitter. And we're on Spotify now. Spotify. On Spotify. And whatever else you can get. <laughs>